Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from Central Park here in New York City. And I just want to say, first of all, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to go ghost on you all. Um, but I was working on the first companion book, the first official companion book for Drunk Gossip, The Kelly Collapse. So excited it comes out on Tuesday, so make sure you go to Amazon and order your copy. It'll be available in both um, um, for the Kindle and it'll be available for uh, in paperback. So go read it, learn everything that's happened. Um, I think the most interesting part to me was is not that she lost her job but it's that everyone thinks that she lost her job because of a racist comment and that's just not true she she lost her job because she was a bitch um for listeners of this of, of the podcast we've talked about this before we've done blind items about her um she's just not a very pleasant person So, um, like I said, go go pre-order. Um, the Kindle version is up for pre-order. Amazon is still um, still hasn't gotten back to me about the paperback yet. But um, moving forward, I did want to talk more about Megan Kelly, not just to plug the book, but go buy it. <laughs> so, I in the book where she's ba- she's been fired from NBC. Um, even though technically she hasn't been yet. Everyone knows this is where it's going, and it's going to happen. Um, There's no way that they're going to let her back on the airways now. Um, She's become a toxic personality, um, both to the public and to her her soon-to-be former bosses. And how does one become a toxic personality to their bosses? Well, you lie, you deceive, and you cheat. It was coming out that she was wanting, um, she wanted to be paid out for the full amount of her contract. Okay, that's fair. I can, I don't necessarily agree with her getting all that money because if they are, if they're invoking a morals clause where she, you know, basically what she said was racist and she's defending racism, um, then no, she should not be given any she shouldn't be given given any money, but um, severance packages are very standard. So I can see that being the case here. Give her a severance package. You know, I don't have to agree with it to know that it's going to happen. Um, but what's really... Um, I don't want to say confusing, but but one of the things that came out was that she was actually asking for more than what was um, allowed on her contract. She was... uh, Basically, I think she was trying to play the breach of contract card. And that was just never going to work. You know, asking for the rest of your contract is one thing, and I can see it, Asking for punitive damages when you're the one who really damaged the brand is is going a step too far. Um, but he, so that's bad enough, okay? 
But let's take it a step further now and have your lawyers blame Andy Lack, who is the um, head of NBC News, for leaking this information. Now, for their part, NBC News is staying classy and not um, commenting on the matter and making, making Kelly and her attorney look really bad. Really bad. Um, so, th- this is a drama that's going to keep playing out. There may have to be a volume two to this book. I don't know. Um, I would not... First of all, I'm not opposed to writing volume two, but... Um, I, I did want to get out the the big story, and then we'll just see what happens. Um, and just so you know, she wanted to go back to Fox. And I don't know if it was plants by her or her people. Or if it was just rampant speculation. I highly doubt it was rampant speculation, though. Because in order to be rampant, there has to be more than one person asking and I'm not even sure she had more than one person watching her show um but there was, so there was speculation that she wanted to go back to Fox News and Fox was like mm, nope we're good we're happy with our lineup thank you very much and that's what you get when you double cross the company I'm gonna go and I'll be right back and I'm back so I I don't often talk about this, but when I first moved to New York, um, I'd been here for probably just over a year. This was in 2014. Um, I was walking and talking to my friend on the phone, and um, some thugs came up behind me, hit the back of my head. So, okay, let me... So I'm talking to my friend who who was going through a really nasty breakup, with a man who I just, I despise. I still despise him to this day. He's a user and, ooh. Anyways, back to the story. Um, so I was helping him through the breakup and, um, trying to console my friend. And I felt something, like, hit the back of my head and I'm like, oh, I must have like, run into something, like, not realizing it, like, a tree branch or something, and it, like, popped back, and then out of nowhere, one of the guys growled for me to give them my phone. Now, I do everything on my phone. I, um, I work my job on my phone. I take writing notes. Um, if I have an idea for a story or a script or, um, whatever, I record this podcast on here. So there was no way I was giving up my phone. Um, so I just took off running. And the police eventually did catch him and whatever. It all obviously has a very happy ending because even though I lived in Michigan again for a couple of years, I've been back in New York. Um, and similarly, similarly, I cannot speak. Um, uh, Mr. Feeney, William Daniels of Boy Meets World fame, was thwarted uh, an attempted robbery in his home. Um, I'm gonna. He kind of tells the story best, so I'm just gonna read his words. 
He said, we were asleep and I heard bang, bang, bang. I lit the light and Bonnie screamed and the person fled. So, thankfully, nothing bad happened to Mr. Feeney. Because who doesn't love Mr. Feeney? If you don't love Mr. Feeney, what's wrong with you? And and don't tell me nothing because there's seriously something wrong with you. You have some sort of mental condition for you to hate an old man like that. Um, anyway, so um, Mr. Feeney stopped this robbery. And apparently there's been a string of celebrity robberies. And um, some gossip plays are trying to like link them all together and make them into a thing. I don't know that you can necessarily do that. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Um, I'm not going to because I don't have enough evidence and I don't feel comfortable making that leap. But I'm, I'm pretty sure you, if you read around, you'll read the conspiracy theories and whatnot. Um, and, you know, it, there, is, uh, there is some thought that maybe he didn't know what was happening... Um, let me rephrase that. Not he didn't know what was happening. There is some thought that maybe the robber didn't know whose house he was trying to break into. Now, that would not be far-fetched. Um, you know, because who knows where all the celebrities live? Stalkers. That's who. Stalkers know. But this person doesn't seem like a stalker or even a very good, um robber so anyways William Daniels is trying to make light of the situation he said I struggled with an intruder took him to the ground I beat him up and he ran away with bruises all over him would you like to print that you better not because it's a total lie you know what I first of all I'm, I'm very glad that page six printed it anyways because hilarious um but I you know at this point, I'm pretty sure William Daniels is just retired. Um, I know he appeared on Girl Meets World um, at least once, maybe a couple times, reprising his Mr. Feeney character. Um, but I, I think at this point, he just mostly retired and doesn't want to work. and doesn't. He shouldn't have to deal with this shit. So let's stop robbing old people. Let's just stop robbing, period. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So we've talked about John Mayer on here a few times. Um, mostly, I mean, the man is turning 40. He's, he's, I don't want to say he's been mostly out of sight, but that's kind of the perfect way to say what I'm trying to say. Um, again, I'm, he, not necessarily out of sight. I think that's the wrong, wrong phrasing. Um... But he's he's had a lower profile than usual. And part of that reasoning is um, he just doesn't have any projects to really promote. And the ones he does, he's not going to promote by getting a bunch of tabloid attention. Um, because now he's a serious musician. 
but so he was on a um, podcast. I can't think of the name of it right now, and I couldn't find the story. Um, but it just stuck with me because it, it, this is kind of like a twofold um, story here. So the first part was he's on this podcast and he's talking to a lady and she asks him how many people he slept with. And he's basically like, I'm not going to answer that. And she's like, all right, well, you know, you don't give us an exact number, but, you know, is it more than 500? And he shook his head. And then she said, well, so it's below 500. And he acknowledged that it was below 500. Then, um, so right there, people were like, okay, like, if your number was above 500, you need to be quarantined, okay? Quarantined. Um, because that's a lot of people to be sticking your dick in. A lot of people. And I mean, and in this case, we don't know what was, what we're actually considering sex. Are we considering oral? Are we considering penetration? There, there's a lot of facets to this question. The the interviewer wasn't specific, so we're just going to assume that she meant penetration. Um. But in any case, this was a thing that happened, and then he went out. And on his own, said that he's slept with six people. Now, we already know um, some of them. Jessica Simpson is one that we know for sure happened. Jennifer Aniston. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I, I feel like I'm missing some girlfriends here, but, you know, the point is that we know of at least three. That's not including whoever he lost his virginity to. And whatever. So it's kind of unbelievable that he's only had sex with with six people. And if we're including oral, we know that he's had it from both men and women. Because Perez Hilton shared a story where um, John was with Jessica Simpson. And Perez Hilton was started sucking John's dick in front of her and he uh, allegedly John kept saying it's hot this is hot this is so hot so I don't know if maybe the woman asked the question wrong and John has slept with more men than women or if he only gets oral from guys but we we definitely know that he likes oral sex from men um and people call me crazy but I I tend to remember um, John at one point being out as a bisexual. And this was even before the Perez Hilton um, stuff came out. So, in like I, when I said it to a couple of my friends, they were like, "No, that never happened." And I'm like, "I'm I know because I, I remember because that's when." I really started to be like, ooh, John Mayer is kind of hot. Break me up a piece of that. <laughs> um, it, and if it was just a um, gay thirst trap, he needs to really work on it because 
Nick Jonas did it much better. Of course, people think Nick Jonas is gay, so there's that. I'm going to go, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. And last week's drunk dating seemed to be very, very popular. So we're going to go ahead and do another one. Um, This time it's going to be less about me and more about... um, Well, this story stems from... A, um, a celebrity couple. So, I, I've dated guys with tattoos. In fact, I think almost every guy I've ever dated has had a tattoo. With one exception. But he doesn't count because he is—he attempted to murder me. Um, so, but in any case, they've all had tattoos. And the one thing that we've all had that all these guys had in common besides being madly in love with me and I mean really who wouldn't be um the one thing that they've all had in common is they never encouraged me to get a a tattoo you know a tattoo of their name or anything on my body or a matching tattoo and that's a good thing here's why even though those relationships were doomed from the start um, getting a matching tattoo is basically a form of insecurity. And if you don't believe me, look at Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Their relationships with Mac Miller and uh, um, uh, Cassie David were fine. They lasted for quite a while and they never had tattoos none of the four had tattoos of their partners Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson cheat on their respective partners with each other break up with them announce that they're together and they're getting a bunch of tattoos why oh why would they do that to prove that they loved one another and there are there are better ways of doing this. Me and the guy I like, his official code name. Um, unless you're on vocal and then for some reason I'm vocal, I just keep calling him crush. Anyways, um, me and the guy I like, we we show our affection in different ways. Um, we we read each other's stuff. We um, give each other hell. There, there's no, you know, I can't imagine him coming up to me and saying, Ed, get a tattoo of my name on your body, or let's get matching tattoos, because I think we would both die laughing if he did, and of course that would mean that it was over. And, uh, you know, of course, we're not, we're not technically dating yet, but it when people are coming up to me asking if I'm dating this this man, there's definitely um, some something going on there. But more to the point here. Um, more to the point here. We don't need to show our affection by getting our bodies altered 
with the other person or something that the other person has. Because we're secure enough on our own to do this, you know, to just appreciate one another. So I really want to say to anyone who's thinking about getting a matching tattoo with their partner, don't do it. That is a sure sign that your relationship is about to end. So if they ask for it, talk to them. Find out what's going on. Because it is, it is something much deeper than, oh, I just want something that matches you. If you want something that fucking matches, go buy the same damn outfit. And straight guys, don't give me that side eye. You can wear a pink shirt with your girlfriend, okay? Gay men wear similar clothes all the time. Lesbians wear flannel. So, there are other ways to show your appreciation and alleged love for a person other than getting your body altered with something um, that may not be permanent. You know, even this, this trend of tattooing wedding rings. No, don't do that. Go out and buy me a goddamn diamond, okay? Well, maybe not a diamond. But buy me a ring. And I'm going to go, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, after spending um, most of my weekend last weekend and a good chunk of this week working on the Megan Kelly book, I was more than happy to be done and um, start working on a new project. Uh, By the way, to all my nano people, welcome. Thank you for listening. We love you. Good luck this month. And don't run for president. That was the lousiest segue I've ever done in my life. I am so sorry you had to hear that. Um, But seriously, don't run for president. So Akon announced for some godforsaken reason that he was quote-unquote seriously considering running for president. And I'm seriously considering smacking him in the face. Okay. Now, we've talked about this before when it was Oprah. And The Rock. And any other number of celebrities who think that they're qualified to run for the highest office in the land. You're not. Period. If God's right hand, Oprah isn't isn't right for the role of president, then neither are you. Leave it to professional politicians. We already have one jackass reality star in the White House who is screwing everything up so badly we're not even going to know what the Constitution is by the time he's done. So leave, let, the, let the professionals do it. And the other thing that... Um, okay, let, back to Akon for just a second. Akon has never really been interested in politics until the asshole in the White House ran and then suddenly made it okay for every celebrity to suddenly do this. That's not how this is supposed to work. The asshole in the White House is running a cult of personality. 
he knows how to manipulate the media. He knows how to get people fired up. That's why he won. He didn't win because of anything other than sheer force of manipulating the media. Okay. Are we clear on this? Well, and I'm I'm 99% sure that the Kremlin also helped him. Um, but Akon, don't do it. Your your music's not even good enough to play at your rallies. What makes you think that anyone's going to take you seriously as president of the United States? Kanye has realized the error of his ways and said he's taking a step back from politics. So if Kanye is smarter than you, then please run. But I just want you to realize that if you run, you are dumber than Kanye West. And I need that to sink in. Okay? Um, there was... And I don't remember who it was because I only seen the headline. I didn't actually read the story. Um, again, because I was working on the Megyn Kelly book. Um, but there was a headline that some prominent Democrat said that whoever runs against... Trump in 2020 needs to be a straight white male. First of all, fuck you. You are not a Democrat. You're a dino. A Democrat in name only. What we need right now is for people, for celebrities to realize that they don't belong running for office, okay? And we need the best person to run. Black, white, Asian, whatever. Male or female. Gay, straight, bi, pan. You want to fuck trees? I don't care. Run my country better. Get my country back to where it needs to be. And I don't care who you put your dick in or what you rub your vagina on. Okay? Let's be real here. What we need is someone with ideas. Someone who's going to take care of this country... And honestly, someone who, yes, leans left. Not because, you know, I'm a liberal and I think, oh, whatever. But the country has shown time and again with these elections that they want someone more progressive. They want someone more liberal uh, they that's what they want they don't want the same old tired and tried look at Bernie Sanders he remains one of the most popular political figures because he shakes up the status quo he is not what you expect so that's going to do it for me today Akon be smarter be smart like Kanye West And make sure you go pre-order, buy um, the Kelly Collapses on Amazon. It's the first Drunk Gossip companion piece. Um, I'm working on another one now. It's, uh, this one's not actually a companion piece. It's called The Mythology of Santa Claus. Um, that'll be out on November 23rd. 
Um, and One Death to Live, my soap opera satire, will be out on uh, November 13th. I have a busy, busy, busy publication schedule coming up. Um, but until I talk to you guys again, I'm lifting my martini glass and saying cheers. Cheers.